Hello everyone and welcome back to Santini's Daily Dose where I, Josiah, here on my podcast just hope that every time you listen to this would just bring you closer to the Holy Spirit. Whether you believe in God or you don't or you're thinking about this whole Jesus thing and how you've heard it for a long time, wherever you are at spiritually, there is a reason God is putting breath in your lungs. And to back that up with scripture, Peter, uh, the apostle, actually said that God is actually withholding his return because he wants everyone to get saved and that none should perish, but that all would come to repentance. So, you guys, that's like to actually think, because we keep hearing that Jesus is coming back, and we think about that, and we're like, okay, yeah, but, you know, everyone has a, is, is going to have a different um, heart posture as they say that, but my point is, um, what is my point? Um, I don't know, what is, what is my point? Oh my gosh, Holy Spirit, help me. That... God is putting breath in your lungs because he wants you to come into radical relationship with him. And if you're like, if you're like thinking about like, I don't know what repentance is. Well, repentance starts in your heart. It's all about uh, grieving in your sin. Isaiah 57 talks about that. And the prophet Ezekiel, God said to the prophet Ezekiel to the Israelites that these people don't even have any sorrow for their sin. Um, But my point is, you guys, that we just need a heart change. We need to continue to surrender our hearts to God that we would, and then we would just grow in relationship that we would just forget about everything that we've, that we've heard and we've learned. And not that those things aren't true, but that you can't, you can't expect all of it to be true. Go to God and ask him for wisdom instead of going to a bunch of different teachers where a lot of people, um, are just like, Everyone thinks they're right. A lot of pastors just look at scripture and they think, no, this is what it's talking about. Another pastor goes, no, this is what it's talking about. And it's like me as I guess I would call myself a pastor because I I do my podcast on here and I do have a prophetic gift and I love to use it. um, I'm at the point where when I'm learning stuff about God and I think that I've gained wisdom about something, I'm so grateful to say that I have continued to have the heart posture of, I might still be wrong about this. And people need that in their hearts because everyone thinks they're right. And it's just, it's just not good. So anyway, happy Mother's Day, everyone. Whether, um, whether your mom is involved in your life or not, or you have a spiritual mom or you're very close to your mom, um, happy Mother's Day. And the Bible says that in, um, you know, I, I, I heard it because I, I, I just went to church and I should have brought my notes in, but there's something about, I learned a little bit about the Greek and it, uh, there's a verse in Genesis 2 that talks about, uh, something about something about God and something to do with a mother as well. It's it's in the Greek, it's in the Hebrew, it's confusing anyway. I don't know if that made sense. But today, you guys, I have an incredibly vulnerable journal with you. Some of the stuff that I am going to share today is going to be, um, it's going to be really vulnerable. So I pray, we're going to open in prayer and that you guys would have a heart posture of love and that your motive of that would be for the glory of God and not for my approval. So let's just open in prayer, you guys.
Thank you for the breath in our lungs, Father. For those dealing with irritation or easily aggravated, Father, I pray you change their heart. Help them to not take the bait of Satan, of offense or aggravation or anger. Give them the wisdom they need, God. Father, I pray that as I share this really vulnerable journal, that people, Lord, you would just do a great work in people's hearts as they listen to this. Oh, I thank you so much for your peace, God. Help us to keep putting things aside just to be with you every day, just to be with you, to read your word, to get on our knees, to tell you our anxieties, to tell you our cares, to tell us your word, to, to tell you our worries, God. You're right there and you see it all and you know us better than we know ourselves. So we surrender everything to you, Father. We give everything to you. We surrender our hearts, we surrender our minds to you. I pray this journal would bring you honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, this week has been a, a week of back and forth times of peace, hope, crying, and suffering. As Monday started, I continue to just see my identity grow more in Christ. Just seeing myself as God does, and it promotes so much humility in my heart that the Holy Spirit sees me that way. These moments I feel so childlike, which Jesus talks about in Mark 10:15. I feel so honored of everything God has done for me. From all of this, the enemy has continued to make scripture incredibly confusing for me, not understanding a lot of things, making it seem like all these Bible verses that he just throws in my head are contradicting one another. And in these moments I get really lost, my mental health really goes to crap. Some of you know I have talked on one of my other journal readings on here. I talked about how I struggle with being codependent when I drive. What I mean exactly by this is sometimes I just feel like a burden to others and everyone is always in a rush and just wants to hurry, hurry, hurry. So in these moments, I drive in a way, I drive my car in a way that makes me feel uncomfortable because whenever I want to drive the way I want to drive, I feel shame, like a burden to others who are trying to get where they need to get going, which is all just really codependent. I have prayed in these moments as I feel God comfort me and believe he is changing me as the Apostle Paul said, there is never a day when God's unfolding grace isn't poured out. Of course, there is context behind that. Uh, but those moments when I drive, I am just always so worried about getting people mad and angry with me, and I just, I don't like it. A lot of why I struggle with this is because of uh, past things that happened with my dad and I. The girl I had to walk away from about a month ago chose someone else over me. I am so grateful that I have seen God has healed my heart uh, from a lot of hurt in my relationship slash friendship with her and the guy she chose over me. Although my desire to meet my wife has still been in my heart, I have seen this week my heart has definitely uh, been more hungry for God uh, throughout the week. I followed Throughout the week, I followed what God was doing in my heart and sometimes had quiet time with him twice a day. 
these moments I just have loved so much. The Holy Spirit has shown me more light on why I have certain trains of thoughts that come at me all the time to things I have gone through in the past. I have experienced the verse where Jesus said, the truth will set you free in these moments. I just feel more of those chains break free and fall. Wednesday night, I had dinner and then had my quiet time with God. And after my quiet time, I felt the Holy Spirit say, fast and pray tonight and I will bless you tomorrow. The Holy Spirit really put me on the spot I sat there and thought because there was definitely a thought of, yeah, I know, I'm, I, I, uh, I just lost, okay, okay. I sat there and thought because there was definitely a thought of, yeah, I know I'm going to want to eat a little something before I go to bed. And like I said, throughout the week, I kept feeling this deeper hunger for God and wanted to have more time and intimacy with him. After the Holy Spirit told me that the enemy started saying things like, Oh, well, you already ate earlier, so it wouldn't count. You have to fast a whole day for God to bless you and stuff like that. I did what God said. I prayed and fasted in secret for that night. And I'll tell you what, I was hungry. The next day, I got a call from a job that I applied to uh, about three days prior that works perfectly for my schedule throughout the week, $14 an hour, driving new cars to test drive them. The hours were perfect, the pay is great, full benefits, and payday every week. Wow, the Holy Spirit was faithful as he always is. I start this job in a couple weeks. Some of you know I went to Bethel's sister college in Eureka, California about two years ago. What I mean by sister college, you guys, is um, Bethel's main college is in Redding, California, and that's what I applied to two years ago, and I got accepted into their sister-slash-secondary Bible college in uh, Eureka, California, which is in Humboldt County, which is about four and a half hours south of Redding. So... Some of you guys know I went there about two years ago and the teachings they were trying to teach me, I ignored a lot of it because I was stuck up in a lot of self-righteousness and pride. I've talked about that on other uh, episodes here on my podcast. But when I was at Bethel, I still grew in intimacy with God, but my motive was wrong in those intimate moments with God. But for some time now, the Holy Spirit has tried to re-teach me things Bethel taught me And I have repented, humbled myself, and have walked back into the teachings I was taught a while ago at Bethel. I say this to say, about a week ago, about a week ago, no, that's not a good song, I gotta repent. (laughs) Uh, My dad came to me and said, hey, what are your plans for this winter? I said I wasn't too sure, but that I was open and very eager to go back to seminary slash Bible college. Since then, I have prayed about going back to Bethel this fall, and I have continued to feel consistent, deep peace about it. So I did apply for this fall. I want to move on. I want to see my friends again. California was amazing. I want to come into what God has for me. I have continued to feel a gentle nudge from the Holy Spirit to go this fall, and it has gotten me so excited. He's also kind of reminded me that he's for me, and that's kind of came into play as well. 
Um, I am waiting to hear back from Bethel. I would love to go back. Because of this, I definitely have thought about if I would be able to continue this podcast while at school. I want to be very abundantly clear here, you guys. I really don't know. Ecclesiastes 3 says that there is a season for everything. In verse 11, it says that God makes everything beautiful in its time. I am not going to jump to conclusions on what I will do. I will worry about that then. I'll worry about that then. Because us as Christians have to be willing to take one day at a time. The Bible says that we are not promised tomorrow. I want to move into a moment of confession of sin. Some of us know James 5 where it talks about making this a common practice in our lives. For those of you that are not followers of Christ, the Messiah, I respectively ask that you would skip over this or leave so you don't take this process the wrong way. For those of you who will be listening to this, prepare your heart to do Galatians 6.1 and to do it for God and not for me. If you haven't read that verse, go to it, then come back. These confessions are going to be a little bit more vulnerable as well, just to prepare you guys. I have about five confessions. So here's number one. Impure erotic thoughts have definitely hit me this week, a lot more than usual. And it has really taken a toll on my mental health and my heart. In these moments, my flesh tells me to take it all in and enjoy it. But God has changed my heart so much that I just cannot ignore that. I just try so hard to not enjoy those moments. Although Paul said we don't fight against flesh and blood, but our flesh is influenced by sin. The enemy has also attacked me in past pornographic videos I have seen in the past. These moments, again, my heart cries, and I just invite the Holy Spirit into these moments, and he gives me a lot of peace in these moments when I invite him in. Number three, I have had a tough time with having a soft slash loving heart towards legalistic slash works-based Christians, and I have prayed about this, but I just needed to confess that as well. Number four, impure slash inappropriate language has had its way in me. And I continue to repent and surrender that to God in... Oh, wait. I continue to repent and surrender that to God, and then in these moments, I feel more peace come. Last one, number five. Shopping for clothes for comfort for my insecurities is something I also feel led to confess. I think that almost might be an idol, you guys. Um, that's something that's also kind of been... I didn't write this in my journal, but I've also... This week, this is like a candid thought. I didn't have this in my notes, but throughout the week, I've definitely thought about what does it mean to really have an idol before God? Because I feel like so many people have a different have a different opinion. Is it like actually worshiping something other than God? And then, oh, well, what what does it mean to actually worship something before God? And you know, does an idol mean this? Does an idol mean that? Is it you know, what, well, what about this scripture? And what about this message that I heard? It's like. The enemy is just going to throw all those things at us, and that's something the enemy really does to me a lot, you guys. And it really does suck. It really just gets me really lost and gets me really down. So, again, you guys, as I um, said in, I think, last week's journal or the journal before that, I talked about how the Holy Spirit has been trying to teach me to not, like, look at all these different people's videos on wisdom about God. There's a million pastors out there. And everyone's going to have a different opinion. And the more you look at everyone's different opinion, the more the enemy is going to bring confusion into your life. So what the Holy Spirit's been teaching me is, Josiah, just be careful what you watch. 
and that's just guarding your heart. And that's another thing that God's been really, um, that the Holy Spirit's been really helping me to do is to guard my heart. And um, yeah, so I don't know if that makes sense, but um, that is all the sin I have to confess. One thing I am very grateful for is doing a lot better in staying off social media as much as possible. It's my own personal conviction I have, and Paul writes about that in Romans 14. Please keep praying that I continue to be uh, a doer of God's word, but that I wouldn't rest in my own works, rather in Jesus. There's that balance that's needed right there, you guys. So that's my journal, you guys. I, I hope that your heart's postured rightly and that your motive for that is good and it's for God and not for me. Um, and uh, people are blowing up my phone, dude. I swear. Jeez. Um, so my wife, you know, I did go to church today and Mother's Day was really, really good at service day. They spoke out of Genesis 1 about, they, they just really talked about um, the role of a woman in a, in a family. And um, just really good message, really good stuff. And, you know, I guess I wrote this down in my notes when I was at church today, you guys. But the one, the one thing that I really get triggered on for my wife is like when I just, when I just see a lot of pretty women in one particular um, like moment or whatever, I just get really triggered. And I just think like I, I can't explain it. I just get really overwhelmed. And I did speak to this about the Lord uh, on my way here to do my podcast after I got done with church. And I just heard the Holy Spirit say, you are obsessed with um, looks and outward appearances. And I, I'm acknowledging that and I'm humbling myself and bringing that to the Father and just asking him to change my heart. It's as simple as that. It, it's, it's not about like, okay, I have to pray a certain way in order for God to change me. No, like... Just give him your heart. That, 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 that's all it is, you guys. It's not like... It's a relationship. And yeah, I, I don't know how else to really explain it, you guys. That's really what it's about. Um, so anyway, um, we're going to close in prayer here. And um, yeah, I really do feel a lot of peace about Bethel. And I really do want to go. And I'm just waiting to hear back from them. And um yeah, I'm just continuing to uh, grow my intimacy with God throughout the week and that you guys would continue to read your word throughout the week and just set other things. Just You know what? Let me just say this. Throughout my four years walking with God, the times where um, I have pushed the things of the world that I need to do aside and I've put God in there, that he's really blessed me for that, you guys. And he's going to do the same for you. Um it's not about, oh, I only spent five minutes with God. Like, like, uh, now I got a bunch of stuff just running through my head. It's just not about that. And if that's how you feel, like, please just bring that to God. Just say, like, I feel like it doesn't count because I only spent five minutes with you. And, like, I can just hear God laughing, honestly, as I say that. And there's scripture on God, on God laughing. In Psalm, there's a lot of verses in Psalm where it says, it says that God laughs at those who do wicked. There's, it's not exactly said like that, but that's just a paraphrase, I guess. But um, the Bible does talk about how God does laugh. And um, there was a season in my life uh, about a year ago where I did really feel God laugh like a lot. 
and um, honestly. So anyway, let's close in prayer here, you guys. Lord, we abide in your love. And I don't know if this speaks to anyone, but I just feel like I do have a word. I see the color brown, and biblically, that color, I do believe, means... I'm just... It means end of season, rags, people, pride, weary, and faint. So, Father, work that in people's hearts wherever they're at and lead them in paths of righteousness. And, um, Father, that we would just grow in intimacy with you. The things that we're getting caught up in this world, Father, help us to repent from that and the hell. Uh, with unconscious thoughts that we don't know about, but you do. Father, I pray your grace to be poured out in those areas. I pray that our hearts would be postured in complete humility to you and that we would, uh, we would know our identity in Christ and that, Father, that we would know that you're not rushing us, that we're right where we need to be. Father, those pe people that are watching, people that are not speaking your word in the right way. Father, just open eyes. Take the blinders off. Open eyes. And uh, just lead people the right way, Father. Help us to guard our hearts in conversations and just what in, in any way, God. Holy Spirit, just give us the wisdom we need. Help us to just keep forgetting about the things of this world and how the enemy just continues every day just to distract us with that. Today we abide in your love for us, Father, and that one day you, that, that we're going to be with you and that you're coming back for your bride and that help us to rest in that and find such security. I pray for those who have broken relationships with their mothers, that, Father, you would bring dominion over that, that you would bring healing and union and restoration and breakthrough, God, that your hand is in everything, God. Your hand is in everything. And that you said to the enemy that you use for good what he meant for bad. And I just, I lift up broken relationships. I, broke, I, I lift up broken families. God, that you'd come to people in dreams and visions. That prophetic words would be dropped in people's laps. And words of knowledge. And God, that you would just move miraculously. And Father, just as we pray all these things in, in thanksgiving and prayers of supplication, that we just declare that we trust you, Father. We trust your plan, God. Father, bring people in union that would be good to confess sin to one another. Help us to continue to walk in iron sharpening iron. That Holy Spirit just remind us of the things every day, the things that we need to put into practice whenever just something arises. We surrender our hearts and we surrender our minds. And we love you, Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's my journal for you guys. As I talked last Friday on my prophetic word that I gave you guys, I talked about a very exciting message that I'm going to be bringing on Tuesday. I'm not going to tell you what it is because ugh, I just, I just, I just, 
I just want to, I don't know. I just want to keep it a secret. So anyway, um, get excited, you guys, because I'm going to be using a lot of great scripture and keeping it in context. And um, it's, a, it's a subject that a lot of churches talk about. And I think it's a subject that it needs to be talked about more. And um, so please, you guys, if you don't mind, please pray that the Holy Spirit continues to give me wisdom on these messages. And this is a message that I just, I get so excited about. I love to talk about this topic. Just please pray that the Holy Spirit just gives me what I need. And um, for those of you that have been writing reviews on Apple Podcast, I have been seeing them. Thank you so much, you guys. If you have not written a review for me on Apple Podcast. This is for people that have an iPhone, obviously, so please just go on Apple Podcast. Write me an honest review. I thrive on constructive criticism in my worldly wisdom and uh, Holy Spirit wisdom, and um, that, that's how we're going to grow, guys. That's how we're going to grow. That's how we're going to promote humility, and that's how, um, I mean, there's going to be so many blessings that come from that. So anyway, I'm so excited to bring that message to you guys, and I hope that today's message just really touched your heart and that it just brings you closer to God. Just focus on God. The only reason I do this podcast is because I want you to know God more. I want you to grow in intimacy because one day, guys, we're either going to be with God or we're not. And the truth of the matter is that God's heart cries when people go to hell because Jesus died for everyone. He died for people that abort babies every day. He died for Muslims. He died for homosexuals. He died for um, adulterers. He, everyone, you guys. And it's not like, it's not like, someone's worse than us like no paul said that he was the chief of sinners that he was the worst of the worst but that he died for everyone for everyone because peter said that all should come to repentance that's not just that's not just peter talking about all of the people that are here on earth now no he's talking about everyone that was ever created you guys that's the thing i feel like we miss so anyway get ready for tuesday thank you so much for listening to santini's daily dose podcast This is your friend Josiah. God bless you.